The product of the day today is the Ziegler Performance Planner, which is a personal management and goals achievement system created by the Zig himself. He says that man was designed for accomplishment, engineered for success, and endowed with the seeds of greatness. With the new Performance Planner, you will get a lot out of it. But the exciting thing is that it will get a lot more out of you. It'll help you achieve more than you ever dreamed possible and within balanced priorities, which is the key to being a top performer. I'm going to drop a link in the show notes where you can go get the Ziegler Performance Planner for yourself and unlock those seeds of greatness. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Constructive Liberty Podcast, Intentionally Designing a Lifestyle of Freedom. Today is Thursday, December the 1st. Happy birthday to my little sister, by the way, 2022, and this is episode number 125. Now, episode 125 should have been a whole week ago, but because of the Thanksgiving holidays and all the rigmarole that goes around that, and because I was actually traveling last Wednesday, I decided not to do an episode around Thanksgiving because people skip those episodes anyway. A lot of times people miss them because they're busy around holidays. And so I just decided to push it off a week. And then on my return home, my flights got delayed and I ended up traveling all day yesterday, which was Wednesday when I was supposed to be recording a podcast. So I did not get the podcast out for you guys. But This is Thursday, December the 1st. I decided to go ahead and record one so you don't have to go two full weeks without, you know, catching some constructive liberty goodness. I also am having an interview drop tomorrow that I had been considering coming out last week, the day after Thanksgiving, but I'm going to put it out on December the 2nd instead. And it's a great interview with Thesia Ellis from Ellis Family Farms YouTube channel. So make sure you want to catch that. Thesia is, she's just an awesome lady. I've had the pleasure of meeting her in person. And we also collaborate on the Fireside Freedom podcast with a bunch of other creators as well. You need to check that out. Though I have not been on Fireside Freedom for about a month because all the things, but hopefully next week I can get back in the flow of that and and contribute again. It's been a while. Today, I'm going to kind of give you just a rundown of what my last week has been and try to tie that in to how we can create the life we want to live. You know, we're always talking about intentionally designing a lifestyle of freedom. And in order to do that, you have to know what kind of life you want to live. And one of the things that I've talked about quite a bit over the last several of months is making life fun again, because it's so easy as you grow up, you get a little older and you begin to adult, as the kids are calling it these days, you forget how to have fun in life. And, you know, I have forgotten that, but I'm trying to get back into it. So today is kind of going to be an extended Make Life Fun Again segment. We're just going to kind of make that the whole episode. I'm going to talk about some things that we did and some things I've got coming up, you know, outside of the Making Life Fun Again. But let's just jump right into it. Starting from Wednesday, 
a week ago. Actually, we'll, we'll jump back to Thursday a week ago, two days before Thanksgiving. My, my wife and I had decided about a month ago that we were going to go surprise my younger sister out in Idaho for her 30th birthday. It's hard to believe I have a 30-year-old younger sister. That makes me feel super old because I'm six years older than her. So if you can do the math on that, you know how old I am by now. But she had been trying to get us to come out for quite some time, and we ended up buying tickets over her birthday, which was on Thanksgiving Day this year, and she kept hounding me for when we were coming out there. So I said, look, here's the deal. I'm trying to find tickets, or I'd like to find tickets for around $350 a person round trip. I have not seen anything in that range. And she quick went and did some research and sent me some links. and was like, here you go. Here's some tickets for the price range you want. And those tickets fell in December. So I went and looked in those links, found some tickets that were coming up in December for about that price range. And I screenshot the travel times and dates and all of that to make it look like I had bought tickets to fly over those dates. And so I sent them to her and I'm like, hey, we've got tickets. I did not lie. I misled her a little bit by making her think that we were flying out in December when actually we were, you know, going to be gone already by the time she thought we were coming. So we flew out on uh, be Wednesday morning, the 23rd, super early in the morning. I think our flight was at six o'clock and we live two and a half hours from the airport and figuring you need an hour and a half or so to get through security and check in and all of that. We would have had to leave about one thirty or two o'clock on Wednesday morning, but we ended up spending the night there in Nashville on Tuesday night so that we could just get a little, uh, get shuttled over to the airport, hop right on the plane and fly out. We had one layover in Atlanta. So we had a little hour and a half flight from Nashville to Atlanta. And then it was about a six hour, I think a six hour flight from Atlanta to Spokane, Washington. My brother-in-law picked us up at the airport. The flights all went good. You know, it's been probably 12 years since I've flown, but it's just pretty standard flying. We flew Delta this time because those were about the cheapest tickets we could find. And it was pretty okay. I mean, the, their seats are comfortable and nothing uh, too out of the ordinary happened on these flights. My brother-in-law picked us up at the airport and we went to their little town and sat at the coffee shop and he calls up my sister and is like, hey, meet me at the coffee shop. I got off work a little early. Let's sit here and have some coffee. So she came down to the coffee shop and walked in and there we were, and she was happy and thrilled and so stunned that we were there a whole week before we were supposed to be there. So that was kind of a cool thing to do. And they did, they had just had snow. And as you know, I live in Kentucky and we do not have snow. We rarely get snow, but they had three or four inches on the ground the whole time we were there. And leading up to, I think, Twice while we were there, it snowed a little bit. Not much, maybe an inch total. But yesterday, the day that we flew out, they got another 12 inches or so on the ground. So it's lucky we flew out when we did. But while we were there, we had a really good time. We spent a lot of time talking, catching up, talking about 
their house that they're building, talking about our house that we're building, kind of comparing some notes and mortgages and and all of those things and and how the process is going for each of us. There were some interesting things that came out between uh, myself and my wife and between that those two, my brother-in-law and my sister, just kind of the conflict that can come up in when you, when couples go together in a big project like that, because you always have interests that clash. You always have things that just don't quite line up. And sometimes they don't come out until you get into a situation where you feel like the backlash for bringing that out won't be as much. And so it was, it was kind of interesting to see in both couples how that happened. And, and there, there was, uh, it made for an interesting day or two with a little bit of tension in there, but by the end of it, it, it was, it was all good. So everybody's, everybody's good. Nobody's leaving anybody or anything like that. It's just, you know, your normal tension for when you're building a house and going through a big project like that with somebody. Some of the things that we did while we were there, we, we did work on their house, but there was one night in particular where we went down to Spokane to buy some stuff for the house, and we stopped at a great little diner called Frank's Diner. Super fantastic burgers. What they did, they took an old railroad car, and and I think it had been out of commission for uh, maybe a 100 years or something like that, and they restored it, put a bunch of money into making it you know, habitable, not, not to live in, but they made a little restaurant out of it. And it's super cool seeing the history behind railroads and that car in particular. And their food was really good as well. I had a fantastic burger. It was a burger with everything on it and had jalapenos and bacon and all of those things. So I, I was super impressed with it. It was really good. And after that, we went, did a little bit of shopping to buy some more stuff for their house. And then we went to an escape room. Now, I've never done an escape room before. And so I was not sure how to go about it. Essentially, they put you in a room and you have a little mystery to solve. And this particular room, we had an hour to solve the mystery. We were right down to the last second and could not quite figure out the last clue. So we did not get out alive. We saved the world, but didn't get out alive. So if you have a chance to do an escape room, it's, it's a fun experience. I think it would be a lot more fun the next time I go because I, I'll know more what I'm doing. But I really enjoyed it, and it was good to spend time with them as well. Saturday was a little more of the same, working on the house, hanging out, doing a little bit of relaxing, catching up with each other. And then on Sunday, we skipped out on church, but we did end up going snowboarding on Sunday afternoon. I have not gone snowboarding for about two years, but it's kind of like riding a bike. Once you've gone, once you know how, you just pick it right up and, and go at it again. And But the unfortunate part of it was it was opening weekend for them and they only had four of like 90 something runs open and the snow wasn't really great, but it was better than what I'm used to back on the East coast. You know, where I learned that <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Schweitzer mountain. If you have a chance, go out there. You, you will love it. You'll have a great time. Schweitzer mountain in Sandpoint, Idaho. 
I think last time I went on that mountain was about 18 years ago. I was trying to think back to when that was. And I'm pretty sure it was about 18 years ago the last time I went out there. But it was, it, oh, man, the views were incredible. It's just an overall good time. Monday, we got more snow and it actually snowed a good bit that day. And where my brother-in-law and sister live is kind of down along a river and they have a really steep road to get out from their house. And with all the snow, we decided not to go anywhere on Monday because it could have been dangerous and they would not have been able to get back down the hill. And I was supposed, we were supposed to go over to a good friend of mine's house for supper that night. And we decided to cancel that. So I did not get to see my buddy who lives out there, who I haven't seen in quite a few years. That was, I was disappointed about that, but overall we had a really good time. We were supposed to fly out then on Tuesday afternoon, I think about three o'clock. Well, we were just about to walk out the door to head to the airport. And I got a notification that the flights were canceled until the next morning. So we, we, Hung around for a few more hours that afternoon, did, went over and did some more work on the house that they're building. And then later that evening, they took us to, went ahead and took us to Spokane and dropped us off at a hotel there because they were supposed to get a bunch of snow overnight and the next day. And it's fortunate we did because they ended up getting like 12 inches between that night and Wednesday. And let's see, we spent the night at the hotel right across from the airport. So we could just walk straight into the terminal or into the ho- to the airport, check in, go through security and do all that stuff the next morning. And that was a good thing we did because it was snowing and blowing. And yeah, it was it was kind of a rough day. We We did get to our flight on time. We were supposed to fly out at eight o'clock. And because of the snow and the ice and de-icing and all kinds of issues, we left about two hours late. So, and we were supposed to land in Minneapolis and then fly to Nashville from there. But because we were so delayed in the morning, we missed our Minneapolis flight that afternoon and we're they were going to make us stay in Minneapolis overnight. So I was making few, making calls and chatting with agents and, and all of that stuff and ended up finding a flight home from uh, Minneapolis to Nashville at about 8 o'clock. And that was another two-hour flight. So we got into Nashville about just after 10 o'clock. And then it was a two-and-a-half-hour drive home from there after we collected our luggage and got shuttled back to the hotel where our car was at. Needless to say, it was quite the rigmarole. We did end up making it home last night about 2 o'clock. No, it was about 1 o'clock. Nearly 24 hours later than what we were originally supposed to when all of our flights were canceled. But all that said, we are home safe and sound. But all of that whole long story is the reason why you did not get a podcast last week and you're getting one a day late this week. But... It's, yeah, just chatting about the good things that happen in life and, and how you connect with people, how you connect, you know, to, to yourself as well and understanding how you like to live life and the things you enjoy doing to, to bring back some joy, some fun, some, some of that, you know, childlike joy back into life. You've got to go do the things that, 
bring the spark back into you. So I hope that that sparks something in you to go reconnect with things that you maybe once enjoyed and have lost track of or are missing out on or or something like that, but that you go find that thing that brings the joy back into your life. And just just go do it. Let everything else go and focus on one thing today that brings you joy and happiness. I did I did mention that I was going to talk about um, crypto labs research, a, a membership that I'm in talking about cryptocurrency. I, I think I'm going to push that off until next week just because we're already at 16 minutes here and I want to put a little bit more time into that and talk five to 10 minutes on it, kind of what I'm learning, some of the projects that we're going through and some of the ideas behind it. And then I'll give you a link next week where you can go join that yourself as well. Again, that's not my membership. It's uh, it's a guy that I've followed for a few years who is doing pretty cool things and he's just gotten into um, creating this membership recently. So I'll talk about that a little more next week. But for now... Just go find something that lights you up, something that you've lost connection with that you enjoy doing and go do that thing. Just let yourself go. Let everything else go and do that thing that brings you joy. Do good work.